Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, hey, I have awesome news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including latest odds on the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. That's right. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino. And poker games. Hey, it's easy to get started, so do it right now. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to get started and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day. You can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Make a splash this May with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Choose from over 50 spas in stock, new inventory weekly, and prices slashed to move fast. What's keeping you from your new spa? The answer is nothing. Visit their huge showroom in Destiny, USA, and ask about their many financing options for credit-qualified buyers. Treat yourself with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Don't just take our word for it. See for yourself at Destiny. Destiny USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We have had some amazing listen counts the last couple of weeks. Keep sharing, keep downloading, keep responding, you know, keep leaving the feedback. All that stuff helps to grow the podcast. We are brought to you by Bowers & Company CPAs, Brewerton Ace Hardware, our great friends at Camillo's Golf Club, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual in New York State. Go with Brian today, tax-efficient, Retirement Planning with Brian Conboy on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and of course at advisors.massmutual.com. Go with Brian today. I'm bringing him in. He's the founder of Go Long, a newsletter dedicated to the enterprising pro football journalism and uh, is just right now the best features writer in the country for for my buck. Um, You can go subscribe to his website. It's A to Z NFL coverage from the draft, off-season, into the season, schedule release, uh, profiles, features. It's really, really great. It's called Go Long, and it's at golongtd.com. It's my main man, Tyler Dunn, on Twitter, at T-Y-Dunn, at T-Y-D-U-N-N-E. Tyler, how are you? Good to be back, Mike. God, how you been? Things are crazy, as you know. The NFL offseason has been absolutely wild, as per usual. Uh, what is next, in your opinion, for Kyler Murray and Arizona? Ooh, I think He's going to get paid because what's the alternative for for any team like Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, all these teams that are kind of staring each other down right now? I mean, this is, players don't have much leverage when it comes to uh, negotiating a contract. This is one point where you could just skip OTAs and, and teams don't like it because, God, they don't really get to work with these guys much at all at, with each CBA. But I, I think that both sides know they're best together, right? Like Arizona – 
like they have no leverage in terms of the quarterback position. You're not just going to uh, start over. And Kyle, Kyler Murray knows that he's got work to do in the leadership department and winning in the playoffs and not falling apart down the stretch of a season. So I think when it all comes down to it, they'll kiss, they'll make up, and uh, any bad blood will just kind of smooth over. And what's next for Baker Mayfield? That's more complicated. It seems like Cleveland is willing to eat some of that, whatever it is, 18.8 mil uh, that they picked the tab on for the option. So it's just a matter of finding a dance partner. And I guess Carolina doesn't necessarily want to keep, you know, uh, recycling quarterbacks from that draft class. I mean, they're kind of stuck with Sam Darnold right now, and maybe they don't see that much of a difference and they're giving Matt Corral a try third round. I guess why not? Even though he comes with a lot of red flags, but I don't know. I mean, that makes the most sense, right? Like Carolina or Seattle just got it. If, if Cleveland is really willing to eat that money or a good, any of it, I, I mean, I'm, probably more of a Baker Mayfield fan than, than most people. I don't know why you wouldn't want him in your locker room. The dude plays through injuries. If, if he is in the right system and you can get a running game going, he's, he, he can be accurate down the field. He can lead. He, he does all the stuff that you want out of your quarterback off the field. And that, that stuff matters. Being a gamer matters. Guys wanting to run through a wall for you, <clears throat> that, that, it matters. So, you know, is he a top five? Is he even a top 10 quarterback? Maybe not, but. I think you saw a guy set the rookie record for passing touchdowns. You saw a guy take uh, a franchise that has just toiled in absolute purgatory for two decades to the playoffs. And he did it with a lot of issues. He's done it with unstable ownership. He's done it with the number one receiver, just kind of trashing him as we saw with his dad after the fact. Um, But obviously that relationship never was that great. Uh, I I think that you got to take, perspective into account here that the Cleveland Browns have been bad for a very long time and he made them relevant. Yep. He won a lot of big games. He put up numbers and yeah, we, is he, you know, is he Aaron Rodgers? Is he Kyler Murray? Is he Joe Burrow? Is he any of these guys? No, but he's damn good. And if you're Cleveland, I'm sorry, if you're Carolina, if you're Seattle, I would be doing everything I could to get him. The AFC is just ridiculous. I mean, Russell Wilson in Denver, we Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones with the Raiders, Chargers get J.C. Jackson, they grab, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in a trade, Khalil Mack. Uh, you've got Matt Ryan now as a Colt. They were already pretty good. Uh, Steelers aren't going anywhere. I think they're going to come back at some point. They're just too smart, too consistent. Um, the Ravens, Lamar, they're going to have something to say about this year. The Bengals are coming back, defending an AFC title. Oh, and there's the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East with the great offseason they had. What team is built to get through everybody else the best? History tells us that it won't be the Cincinnati Bengals, right? I mean, it's it's mind-boggling how poorly, or how I, sh- I guess I should say how numbingly mediocre teams are that lose a Super Bowl the next year. But I I think that Seattle, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati just quietly, ever so quietly had themselves a great offseason, right? We're all talking about these other quarterbacks. We're all talking about the AFC West. I mean, all Cincinnati did was find four new starters on the offensive line. All they're going to have is a quarterback and a wide receiver that played college together, that, that looked like they had played a decade in the NFL together, back for 
their second season together. I mean, I, a full off season for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. It's it's scary. I, I they they had the kind of connection that really took Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams years to build. I mean, that that really matters. And I, I guess I think Joe Burrow is well beyond his years. I mean, the way he plays the game and the way he can just dissect the defense in real time and know where to go with the football in clutch situations. Uh, give me that over the freakish athletic trait that anybody else has in the league. Any other quarterback has, I mean, I think his brain just works at, at such a rapid, rapid pace. I mean, it's something that Kurt Warner picked up on right away as a rookie, you know, and Joe Burrow was kind of getting the snot beat out of him behind an even worse offensive line than he had last year. Um, Warner could kind of see, like, th- this is somebody who's taking his layups when he has to take the layups, pressing down the, down the field when he has his opportunities. And, and I, I think that in the AFC, with all of the turbulence and all of the change, give, give me the team that did, didn't have a lot of change over the offseason. I think the Bengals can uh, win the division, which is going to be a brutal division, and make a push for the Super Bowl yet again. Tyler Dunn, go along. A couple more for you here, uh, Ty. Uh, as we uh, get through uh, a few of these NFL topics here, go longtd.com. Go subscribe today. Um, when you look at the, you know, the, the the schedule that we're we're coming off of, what what is more ridiculous at this particular point, the schedule release and how it's done, or mock drafts? <laughs> it always comes back to the mock drafts, right? doesn't it? Those ridiculous, ridiculous mock drafts. I'll say this: at least, at least the mock draft is entertaining, and we can all pretend to be GMs, and we can all argue over which teams could potentially maybe draft which players. We all know what teams are going to play what teams. Yet the NFL has just done this masterful job of ba- basically creating a holiday for something that we already know is going to happen. Uh, but the genius in it is most people schedule their entire lives around football. Yeah. And like, so that, yeah, they knew who was playing who, but they didn't know when. Right. So now you can schedule holidays. You can schedule family gatherings. I, I think they've leveraged that in, in such a it's authoritarian way where they, they can declare whatever they want to on the holidays. I mean, really it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Like to say the football is family and, you know, you're putting all these promotions out, yet, boom, here's all of these games on Thanksgiving. Here's all of these games on Christmas Day. And it's not just the players that aren't going to be with their families. It's everybody involved with the, the production of a game that won't be with their families. But they don't care because everybody will be at home watching it. And, yeah, you can kind of center it all around this uh, schedule release party date that um, I guess I, I guess got people excited. I, I didn't really care. I didn't even watch anything. But um, it, it got people uh, worked up there for a day or two. The Bills, five primetime games, been knocking on the door. We know the expectations. They have the quarterback. They had a ridiculously great offseason and adding to an already pretty darn good team. Um, But we know 13 seconds lingers. We know things open and shut very fast. I'm alluding to the windows in terms of championships in in pro sports. Um, The AFC is really good, really deep. Hype expectation train is going to be a chugging at, at, at a very high level this year. It, it, can they handle this, Tyler? I mean, just added, added, added expectation. I mean, I know you want it because if you have expectations, you, you're you a really good team and you have a chance to win a title. But can this group keep handling it this way? As long as Josh Allen is healthy, I know it's the simplistic answer, but it's such a quarterback-driven league that 
as long as you have one of the five, one of the three, maybe the best quarterback in the sport, I don't think any level of expectations, any change in the AFC really matters. I mean, they're going to be contending. They've got an open window. But I think that where, if you really want to nitpick, you could say that the window is, it's a good two, three years in terms of, okay, how, at what level is Stephon Diggs going to play like this? Mm-hmm. Like, right? I mean, re- receivers can start to fade into their mid 30s. So you got to worry about that. Um, you got to worry about other contracts. I mean, you can't keep everybody forever. I mean, Von Miller, that's essentially a three year deal, but he's also an edge rusher who relies on agility and quickness. That, that stuff can fade after a year or two. It looked like it might have been fading a couple years ago with this big injury. He, re- he gets back from that, and he blows up in the playoffs, and he gets this big contract. But, you know, that that's two, three years tops at this level. That That's why I really think Jordan Poyer has to get done. Like, you just have to get that deal done. You don't know what life is like without Jordan Poyer. He's been back there this whole time. He's been one of the best safeties in the league this whole time, an all-pro last year. So I, he's probably asking for a, a lot, as he should, probably more than any safety in the league because he can make that case. Whatever the number is, they've got to find it. They've got to get it done because you've got to operate in that two, three window. So um, it's it's rough timing for the Bills that the AFC is loaded up like it has right now. But I think they can handle it, to answer your question, just, just because Josh Allen's so damn good. It's going to come down to Sean McDermott. You know, it's going to come down to the head coach not choking in the big moment in the playoffs like we've seen several years in a row. I mean, you can take it back pre-Allen when you lose to Doug Marone's Jags, yep. but let's let's start it for this argument's sake. But that Texans loss, I mean, you blow a 16 to nothing lead, then you get blown out in the AFC Championship. It's not even really a game. And, you, and by the way, you're kicking chip shot field goals when you're playing the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And, then, and then last year, 13 seconds, we wrote about extensively. People want to subscribe, talking to players. It's, it's on the head coach. I mean, he... He did not put them in a position to win the game. Actually, Friday morning, I'm going to have a feature uh, on Levi Wallace. We got together for lunch uh, down in Pittsburgh. So he details a little bit more what happened at the end of the game. But I don't know. It, and until he proves that he won't clam up, the head coach, that is, in the big moment, I'd be a little worried if I was to build it because that's really all the standing in your way. You've got the quarterback. Brandon being put together the team. Uh, can the head coach make the right decisions with everything on the line? We don't know yet. I'm so with you on that. I thought he really cost him last year. I know we talked about that at length as well. Uh, go subscribe. The content is absolutely second to none. It's golongtd.com. Golong's Tyler Dunn here on the platform, at TY Dunn. Go give him a follow uh, on Twitter as well. Tyler, I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully next time I have you on, we'll be, uh, we'll be pushing your book, right? Hey, I like that. Count me in. <laughs> it will be a... It's out in October, but if people want to pre-order, The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Save Football is wherever you get your books. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that good stuff. So, absolutely, dude. Anytime. Before I get to my second guest of the program, Westbrook Shortell, an old radio pal of mine, a diehard Bills fan. He's been working for the Crunch for a while in central New York. Just a, a good friend of mine who I thought... Could share a lot of things that he's experienced in media recently. He's been, you know, in multiple buildings uh, working in media. He's a photographer, a videographer, uh, one of the most talented people I know for sure. Uh, we're going to get into his media career and some of the recent things that I think could be some great life lessons on the program. We'll talk about his beloved Bills as well. That's coming up with Westbrook Shortell. But first, a message from my friends over at Carvel of North Syracuse. 
It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in all May long and try their strawberry and banana twist. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel is open seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering strawberry banana twist soft serve all May long. So treat yourself to some Carvel. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for uh, thinking that I'm worthy of Mike Lindsley's time. That that says a lot in my book. Well, I uh, we you know you and I go back obviously a long you know ways working in media and such, and you're now doing some great things. Always have, uh, but certainly in 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 the photojournalism world, you know, with CNY Central, and obviously you've been with the Crunch for a while. Uh, but I wanted to start this show with a video that you put out. I don't know, maybe it was about a week or so ago, and it pinned me to text you, to, to tell this story to my listeners, because it, it's a very important story that people hear, Wes. So I, you, you know right where I'm going with this. Sure. So um, I was out in uh, Auburn. Uh, unfortunately, um, this is immediately following the Buffalo shooting at Tops. Um, and unfortunately, one of those people was... Uh, a guy who was on his way into the store to buy a birthday cake for his son. And he was an Auburn native. And um, long story short, uh, we were at uh, the Wilson Farms getting ready to do this live shot where, you know, the reporter gets on and talks back to the anchor at the studio. And uh, this Wilson Farms is where this gentleman would, would always bring his, his three-year-old son to go get donuts. Well, I go into the, the bathroom to, to, you know, freshen up and, and um, you know, do my business. And I come out and I, and as I'm walking out, uh, it's, it's raining a little bit. And there's this guy with his shirt off in the parking lot. And he's got, you know, all the, the, the misplaced tattoos. And, uh, you know, my, my, my radar just went up and I came outside and, um, I go over to the news car and our reporter, Sam Croston, Samantha Croston, said, yeah, this guy just came over and dropped two books and left and uh, walked away. And I looked down and there were these two red leather bound books sitting right in front of the camera. And I look and I see the guy and, and I was go to, to pick up the books and, and move them over to the side. And oh boy, uh, hell hath no fury like Tyler seeing his books get moved. And Tyler comes running over with his fists drawn back. And, you know, there was there was a second mic where I'm like, well, I got to make some real quick decisions here. Um, what do I do? I chose to just let the situation play out. He starts yelling and screaming, dropping the N-bomb, the F-bomb, just all this stuff. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm just getting the books out of the way. You don't touch my books. You don't know who I am. I'm a taxpayer. And I'm like, Tyler, come on. It doesn't look like we're really worried about the IRS right now, right? But I let that one slide. And and I was, you know, I'm making light of the situation. It, It had me a little shook up. But you know, I'm looking at it and I'm listening to him and I see the anger, Mike, and I see the anger and I just stop and I basically say, hey, my name is Westbrook. What can I do to help you? And as soon as I said that, it was just like, holy crap, somebody's listening to me. And it went from 
you, 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 you don't touch my books to listen, I just got out of the hospital. It's been 10 really tough days, this, that, you know, and, and we only rap for about two or three minutes, but the, the moral of the story is the books got moved, which was all I was worried about. But I think I, you know, I really changed that guy's day and just, you know, let him feel validated and let him feel heard. And in doing that, um, you know, I helped myself out a lot. And it was a good reminder that, um, you know, especially in the state of affairs of this country where so, so many people are now just so quick to act first and go from zero to 100 without going from one to 99 that it's, you know, it was, it was, it was a good chance to remember that I need to be heard. Sometimes everyone needs to be heard. And when you, when you're hearing people and, and, and you're listening instead of talking, that's when the change can happen. And that's when differences can be made. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget Tyler for the rest of my life. And, and I, I appreciate that. That's a great story. Um, and, and hats off to you too, for posting it. And, and I know a lot of people shared it and I wanted to get that out, uh, here during the, uh, during the interview. Um, you've been, I believe now over two years at CNY central already, right. As a photojournalist, I have that right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Time it'll flies. Be three years. I started about two weeks before really the, the pandemic yep. kind of mm-hmm. went full force and, uh, it's been the, the, the most fulfilling and best job that I've ever had in my life. So how do you I describe, how do you describe photojournalism? Well, um, photo, you know, there's journalism, photojournalism. It's the photographer. I, you know, I don't really have the capability of, um, using my voice, literal voice to track stories and, and get it out there, but I can certainly do it through pictures and, and, and putting together the, the visual side of things and making stories that you don't have to hear a, a report. In fact, I just did one um, yesterday about a little, these barriers that are getting painted down in Syracuse's Clinton Square. Uh, just just knowing your, your, your surroundings and being able to visually tell the news in a stunning and, you know, um, meaningful way. Well, you and I are obviously uh, gung-ho in, in, into our sports teams, and uh, the one that we share the most is the Buffalo Bills, and what an unbelievable you know, last couple of years it's been. They've been knocking on the, on the Super Bowl door, and then they just had an amazing draft. They had an amazing offseason added to what they already have in a very loaded AFC. It won't be easy, certainly. Um, but to take me through you as a member of Bills Mafia in the offseason – Going back to late, you know, last year with the 13 seconds and blowing that game in Kansas City to now, you know, embarking on another training camp and, and really the first time in a long time that these guys are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's what Vegas is telling us, West. Absolutely. And Mike, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today and I was thinking about, you know, jumping on the bandwagon and I don't mind that people, let's start off here. It, this has been, I've never seen a team who really, when when the, the the front office got involved in not getting involved and and the micromanaging stopped and and this and that and making start smart decisions, um, starting from the Pagulas to Bean to McDermott, and this has been a long time coming. I uh, you know this is this is a transition that's finally you know we're reaping the benefits and. Those people that were around uh, my family, a good portion of my family's from Buffalo. I was born a Bills fan. Um, 
and you certainly know as well as I do the the trials and tribulations. I mean, like, geez, I'm crow. You go into the Buffalo News, and one of the the first images you see is is wide right, right up there. And like, why you would want to live with that every single day? You have to come into work. I don't know. But it's not. It's these. It's us. These fans that really can reap the benefits of how much this team has changed. Um, I mean, th- they were getting st- with with Cook in the late rounds, and and this punter is going to be unbelievable. I mean, he's a, a better gunner than most people uh, see, you know. And he's a punter. It's just going to be. I've never been so excited in an off season. Um, and it really started when we won the division championship two years ago. Everything else after that was gravy. And it's just the progression. Just when you think they've reached their top, they they pull out that, that ace in the hole and it's like, jeepers, creepers, all right. Uh, well, we'll just add this to the mix and, and, you know, clean it up and polish it up a little bit more. It's going to be exciting this year, Mike. I know the crunch is AHL season is over, but their parent team is... <laughs> Here we go again. I mean, they're in the conference finals for the sixth time in eight years. Uh, they didn't have Braden Point the entire sweep of the Florida Panthers, the most offensive uh, 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 firepower type team in the NHL. And Tampa just said, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll sweep them out of the way. I mean, how do you explain this? It, it's it's three in a row in this era would be, would be unprecedented. I, I'm glued to the television watching these guys play every night, the sacrifice, the will, the determination, the the clutch players, Vasilevsky between the pipes especially. I mean, you're, you're close to the Syracuse Crunch organization, and that means that you're close to the Lightning West. you got to be just jaw on the floor every game these guys play. It's, it's incredible, and, you know, it, it speaks, once again, dividends to the front office, and it's not just – it doesn't start and stop down at Amelie Arena. It extends – to Syracuse, it extends into Orlando, into the Solar Bears, and it's such a cohesive, and uh, you know, without doing the research, I would have to say the most prolific farm team sending up uh, competitors to the big leagues, and they really appreciate that. I mean, Coop started off here in Syracuse. It's it's really incredible to see that talent rise and grow, mm-hmm. and these these guys have been playing together for an ungodly amount of time that yep. you just don't see so that that chemistry is there and and that that locker room attitude that you see developed here in Syracuse and and kind of extended into Tampa Bay um it's you know i i i will always have a a soft spot for the sabers um but because of my time with Tampa Bay and the crunch uh they're the team i get excited to see coming on the TV. And, you know, that that series against Florida, keep in mind, last year, um, Tampa Bay and and, and uh, Florida were partnered together. So they know very, they're very, very similar to their organizations and their play style. So, you know, once again, it's just, it's it's an incredible organization. And and uh, once they got it out, out of that first round uh, and that game seven against the Leafs, it was, it, it was, game over for whoever they were going to play in the second round and it's it's going to be really tough to to stop this storm coming well i knew this would be fun i knew it'd be just great to have you back on westbrook shortell the photojournalist cny central and uh working for the crunch here the last several years an old radio buddy of mine and uh somebody uh, west i love you man i love chatting with you it's been too long and 
Uh, I figure we could mix the uh, mix the bag up here, throwing some stuff, you know, some sports, some life, a little little journalism talk here as well. You're always uh, well rounded and up for it, and uh, I can't thank you enough for a few minutes. Well, yeah, you know what? I, I just see the uh, the mailman just got here, Mike. So I have to go get the mail. Uh, <laughs> My checks so in there. I don't, I don't mean to cut you short or anything, but this <laughs> has good. been incredible. I really appreciate it. You got it, bud. ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at Burn Dairy, Rosie's Corner, Brutonace Hardware, and our terrific, terrific friend Matt Graham at State Farm. Go get a free rate quote today if you're in and around Central New York. Home, auto, business, life, you name it, it's there. SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. Matt can help you out with a free rate quote. And I also want to throw a tip of the cap thank you as well to Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, the Swan and Whitaker families, and Ken's Auto Detailing for their support of the program. Make sure you head on over to Ken's if you're in and around the central New York area. They've got A to Z car details. I'm telling you, man, inside and outside, you drive off that lot like you have a brand new car. The best detail I've ever gotten is at Ken's Auto Detailing. You can too. Route 11 in Cicero, Ken's Auto Detailing is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Keep the downloads and subscriptions coming. Please keep the shares coming. I appreciate all the feedback and five-star reviews. Uh, it's just uh, pumping more listens and, and more recognition about the show uh, as we move into uh, the summer months here. So can't wait to keep bringing you uh, what I hope is some good content for you and some great guests as well. And of course, hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We are presented by Bet Online and sponsored in part by Stanley Law Offices. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.